welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. I'm Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Today I want to talk about the habit of consistency. Consistency. Are you a consistent leader? Does your team know what to expect from you? Are the things you're consistent about positive? Or are you consistently negative and a temper tantrum throwing kind of manager. What kind of consistency do you exhibit? We are creatures of habit. Whether we think we're totally spontaneous, our spontaneity is a form of a habit, right? If you're always spontaneous, people know to expect that. If you're late all the time, you have created a habit of being late and you're consistent in being late. And if you show up on time, it's a total and complete shock. I was very consistent at work. We had a flexible work schedule, but I was usually there within 10 or 15 minutes of the same time every day. If it was after 8.30, I was probably sick, had an appointment, and would be calling in at any time because I was always there before 8.30. There were people in the office who were typically there at 9 and if they walked in before 9, everybody wanted to know what was up. So we're very much creatures of habit. We end up driving to work the same way. We take the same subway, the same bus. We park in the same spot. I'm super fortunate because I have a parking angel on my shoulder and I pretty much always get great parking places. If I don't, I say something very clear like, oh, this is so unusual. I'll park here to for today and let somebody get my front row sp- spot because I'm almost always on the front row. I get great parking spots. But I'm a creature of habit. When I go to the grocery store, I try to park on the same lane. When I go to the airport, I had traveled a lot one year and I always parked on the same row. And in the midst of this traveling, and and I was at the airport literally every week, I flew out every Monday for a year. My husband and I went on vacation and he was driving. He pulls into the parking lot and I said, hey, if you don't park between row V and W at Shelter 11 at Will Rogers International Airport in Oklahoma City, I will not be able to help you find the car. If you park someplace else, I can't I can't even find the car. I don't even know. Because I always parked in the same area, creature habit, and then guess what? I didn't even have to think about where my car was. I knew where my car was. It was on that row. My car was there. We are creatures of habit. We buy the same brand. We don't want to buy a different brand. 
I'm going to throw this out here just because it's a super big deal and I don't even know when you're listening to this but my Android phone died and I don't know how many Android phones I've had and I went to the other side I'm not going to call it the dark side I went to the other side and I bought an iPhone let me just tell you it was really hard and I'm still trying to figure out this dang phone because it's different I had a habit of having Android phones and they operate differently than an iPhone are they easier or harder I don't really know at this minute it feels harder because I had an Android for all these years we're creatures of habits my phone rang four times today and I didn't answer it because I wasn't used to that sound and I wasn't really sure what it was okay yeah I know that sounds really stupid but I have the same ringtone for um, five years now so yes it's kind of a big deal there's a change we are creatures of habit at work when you walk into work your people know what to expect they know if you're a total flake they know if you're wishy-washy on your responses they know if you blurt out the first thing that comes to mind and make a big deal about it and then change your mind the next day I had a temporary boss for six months and it was pretty much a guarantee if I went to him with any type of proposal that he needed to have the final say on I pretty much knew he was gonna say no and he was gonna be adamant and he was gonna be very passionate and he was gonna be loud and there could be curse words it was gonna be a huge deal the next day I could go back in and say hey can we talk about that a little bit more and amazingly he would be much more reasonable and rational the next day he had a habit of always saying no just like you often do with your children by the way he had a habit of saying no and throwing a fit in the process and the next day backing off and I had several people from his office call me and say how do you stand working for him every day because we are at our wits end and we love him being there not here because we don't have to deal with it and I said well it's kind of in your attitude did you hear my podcast on attitude it's all about your attitude and when you know that's how he's going to respond why would you be upset let him have his temper tantrum and act all a fool and the next day go back and share it with him then then you have the people who say yes to absolutely everything without doing the proper research and that kind of causes some problems on the other side too again if that's how your bosses act learn how to work with them you're the manager now you're the leader now everybody's looking up to you so now the question becomes what do you want people to think of when they think of you every single day because they're gonna think something if you have a bad habit now you have the opportunity to change and build in a new habit if you are habitually open-minded with an open door pause uh, open door policy then you start to build trust with your employees if they know that they can come to you and say there's a problem you made a mistake something didn't happen correctly or you didn't get the result that you anticipated if they know 
that they can come to you and have that conversation and you're not going to explode. You're not going to start cussing. You're not going to start throwing things that you are going to have a reasonable conversation with them. That's going to build all kinds of trust. And the more trust you can build with your employees, the more you're going to get out of them when there is a big crunch, whether it's a time crunch, a project crunch, whatever. When the pressure's on, they're going to trust you and they're going to do what needs to be done. So it's very important that you choose what habits you're going to have and exhibit to your staff. So you're consistent in your behavior and you've now chosen to act in a positive, mature way and not like a five-year-old. You've started to build more trust with your team, which if the trust was broken, you can rebuild it. It just takes a lot, but guess what? Stay with it. It will be worth your while. And that will build an atmosphere of openness. If your people feel that they really have the ability to come talk to you and not be treated like a child or talked down to or abused like many managers do, they're going to come to you if there's a problem and they're going to come to you sooner rather than later where you have an opportunity to solve it. I really thought in the trust equation, which includes reliability, openness, um, dang, I can't think of the other two right now, but I really thought reliability was like my number one most important thing. And, you know, are my, are my people reliable? Are they doing the work when it's due? And I was like, yes, I'm all about reliability. And then as I kept doing this little quiz, and maybe I'll do a podcast on the trust model, but I was doing this little quiz and as I read through it, it became very apparent that openness was more important to me than reliability in a trust relationship, in a trust equation and, you know, when you consider your relationship with your employees. Openness was more important than reliability. Why is that? If someone came to me and said, I can't get this done by the deadline, or they came to me and said, I don't know how to do this, or they came to me and said, I don't understand, amazingly, we could put our heads together and come up with a solution so that possibly we were on time with that report. Maybe the work got out actually ahead of schedule we could find solutions together if they were open with me. But to build an atmosphere of openness, it has to start with your habits you're displaying every day to your people and building that trust around your relationship and how you're going to treat them and how you're going to give them all the information they need so they can succeed and you have their success in mind more for them than they have for themselves and then you have an atmosphere of openness so any kind of problem or drama that comes up it can be solved and resolved i'm jennifer takagi with new manager media and i look forward to connecting with you soon thank you for joining today please hop on over to itunes to leave us a review 
and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you. And may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible. Oh, 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 oh,